0: Welcome back to the program. Let's get into what the Supreme Court had to say today. The Supreme Court in a in a split decision sided with the federal government over provinces that were opposed to the imposition of a carbon capture program. Here is Eric Sorensen with the details. It is a landmark ruling on the division of federal and provincial powers. The Supreme Court of Canada has ruled that Ottawa's carbon tax is constitutional. The law was passed by the Trudeau government in 2018, whereby it can impose a carbon pricing system or a carbon tax. It's up to the provinces to do so, but should they not or should they not meet a minimum national standard, then Ottawa can step in to backstop that and make sure that it happens. Now, conservative provincial governments in Alberta, Saskatchewan and in Ontario had appealed that to their appeal courts, uh, believing that the law infringes on their jurisdiction. But the majority of the justices at the Supreme Court, six of the nine justices ruled that the law
1: is constitutional.
0: That is Eric Sorensen with the details on the decision by the Supreme Court. Here is Jonathan Wilkinson, who is Canada's environment minister.
1: There are many provinces who are desirous of finding ways to accelerate their action and looking for partnership from the federal government. There are some uh, provinces where, you know, the, the conversation around pricing has certainly been a challenge. Uh, but even in those jurisdictions, many of those governments have taken other actions to advance climate action. We are we're simply saying that it's important uh, for Canada to play a constructive role internationally to be part of the solution to what is a, you know, a grave existential international issue.
0: That is Jonathan Wilkinson, Canada's Environment Minister, and of course Ontario, one of those provinces where pricing was an issue. Keep in mind, this province spent $30 million of your money fighting this all the way to the Supreme Court to lose. To talk more about the decision, I am pleased to welcome to the program Michael Bernstein, Executive Director of Clean Prosperity, which is a Canadian nonprofit working towards market-based solutions to the climate crisis. Welcome, Michael. Just uh, top-level your reaction to the court's decision.
1: I think it's great news. Um, I think this is an important decision for the climate. I think it's a positive decision for Canadians. And uh, I, I think and, and hope that this might be a positive decision for some of the conservative premiers, including Premier Ford as well. Um, you know, I say it's a good decision for the climate because we know that this policy is the centerpiece of Canada's climate plan. It's going to enable us to make the progress we need to make Um in combating climate change. Uh, Good news for Canadians because we know Canadians not only want us to take action on climate change, but the carbon tax comes with a rebate, which means that most uh, Ontarians, for example, uh, will be getting money back. Uh, For example, a family of four this year would get $600 back in rebates from the carbon tax. And on, on Premier Doug Ford, maybe this could perhaps be a pivot point for him to start to think about how he's going to start to tackle climate change and move away from this partisan battle on the carbon tax.
0: I can tell you that just in the, the last half an hour, the Ontario Minister of the Environment, Jeff Urich, said, quote, we are disappointed in the decision from the Supreme Court, but we're going to move forward with our plan, can you give me a sense of, of what that you understand that to mean in terms of Ontario moving forward with its own plan?
1: Yeah, well, the Supreme Court has been very clear that the federal carbon pricing system uh, remains intact. So if Ontario wants to put in place its own plan, as many other provinces have done, uh, they simply have to meet a few minimum requirements. And the key one is they have to have a carbon price. Now, that does not mean they have to accept the carbon tax imposed on them by Ottawa. And in fact, I think it would be entirely appropriate for Minister Yurik and the Premier to come up with a plan um, that they think works better for Ontarians. I mean, I'll give you one very concrete example of that. Um, I think the Premier has talked about the impact that the carbon tax can have on small businesses. So there could be a solution he could propose to that. Maybe he wants to use some of the revenue from his own carbon tax to cut income taxes for small businesses or to provide other kinds of support for those small businesses. So, so the ball is really in the premier's court right now. And what I hope he does is not just continue to try to score um, rhetorical points against this policy he doesn't like, but I hope he sits down and thinks about what are the things I don't like about this policy, and can I address them through my own carbon pricing system?
0: I'm speaking with Michael Bernstein, who is executive director of Clean Prosperity. The premier, sort of as you alluded to, has used pretty strong language, strong rhetoric, saying things like a carbon tax is the worst kind of tax. It re- really railed against it and and sort of you know raised the specter that this is going to cost the common uh, person, the average Ontarian, a lot of money. Is there a real climb down for him on that? Do you, I don't know if there is.
1: Well, the Supreme Court, if there is a climb down for him, today is the day for that climb down. You're right that it will be difficult, uh, given the kind of language he has used. But his choices are very limited right now. And he can very credibly go to his supporters and say, look, I fought tooth and nail against this tax. I am opposed to it. I've done everything I can. Um, But now the decision is a very simple one. Either I can accept the carbon tax imposed by Ottawa or i can come up with my own plan and i certainly hope he will choose the second uh and get past this kind of partisan battle here and you know the reality is that most ontarians actually come out ahead with a carbon tax because of the rebate it doesn't sound intuitive because who thinks that a tax can make you better off but the reality is that 90 percent of that money that's collected at the gas pump and on your home heating bill that gets sent back right back to Canadian households and to to folks in Ontario. And so, as I said, a family of four gets $600 back this year. Um, And so they actually do a little better than they would without a carbon tax. So um, I think we need to get past the kind of effort at at scoring political points and think about how can we really take climate action in a way that, um, that supports Ontarian families too.
0: Uh, Michael, you, you made a good case there, but I'll just say that after the the break, I'm going to open up the phone lines to conservative uh, callers, uh, and ask: Is it time for you to drop your opposition to um, a carbon tax? Are you ready to do that? Uh, I just, what would you say to those callers who are probably scrambling for their phone right now yeah. to call in? What What would you say to them?
1: Yeah, the first thing I would say is: Look, nobody likes paying extra tax, and there are a lot of Ontarians. Um, who are hurting right now, who are struggling to make ends meet. And I understand that, and I hear that, okay? I don't want to pay extra tax too. But the starting point is this. Do we want to do something about climate change? Do we want to take action? And if the answer is yes, and we see in poll after poll that the answer is yes, overwhelmingly, then the question is, should we not take action in a way that is low cost, good for the economy, and affordable for Ontarians. And that doesn't mean Justin Trudeau's carbon tax. Look, I understand that partisan fervor runs high on this issue. I'm talking about carbon pricing as a mechanism. There's a, a many ways you can design it, and Premier Ford might design his own policy. But if we go with any alternatives to fighting climate change, even though it might not have the word tax in it, it is going to cost the province and the families of Ontario more money. Um, so. That is why I would ask those folks to consider what are the options. I understand the opposition to the policy, but what is the best path forward here? And I would argue it's with a carbon price.
0: Michael, great talking with you. Thank you so much for taking some time today. Good to be with you. That is Michael Bernstein, Executive Director of Clean Prosperity.